Hello and welcome to Seeds of Change, the podcast where Eliza and Hannah talk to students about the actions they've taken to promote sustainability at university. So today we'll be talking to Harry Petordi, a member of the student-run organisation Scoop. Harry, can you tell us how Scoop works? So Scoop is basically a student-run zero-waste refill shop, um, which runs as a sort of pop-up system throughout different Cambridge colleges throughout the term. So what happens is we produce a term card and there'll be several different colleges each Saturday. And you basically go with any kind of container, jar, Tupperware, anything you can, that can basically carry things. It can even be a bottle if you want. And basically, we just have a series of dry goods, everything from rice, pasta, oats, raisins, as well as olive oil, um, coffee grinds. And you basically, yeah, just go and fill up, you fill up your container, you weigh it, and each product has a specific price to weight sort of ratio. And you go up to a person at the end, basically, you weigh all your things, you write them down, and then, yeah, you just pay, and you go. And that's it, basically. This is such a cool initiative. Uh, can you tell us how the idea for Scoot first came about? Um, so the idea wasn't initially, it wasn't my idea initially, basically. I joined, um, I saw a kind of advert for face- on Facebook from two of my friends who were kind of thinking about setting it up, but I already knew that they were kind of interested in this kind of initiative. Um, and it basically came about from a similar kind of frustration that I had, which was like, you know, going to supermarkets and just especially, you know, most people in Cambridge, I think, go to the, the Sainsbury's on Sydney Street and just mm-hmm. everything, like whether it be vegetables, pasta, rice, anything is all in plastic. And you come back at the end and have to throw away all this plastic that you, you know, is single use plastic. Yeah, so and it kind of came from that frustration of being like, well, why is this the only option? Um, is there something we can do about it? Because we kind of we kind of gauged the environment in Cambridge and we thought that like actually a lot of people would be up for this kind of like if it was possible if they didn't have to kind of go really far away or pay loads of money people would actually get on board with this and be like yeah I don't like want to have all this plastic in my life I'd rather just you know um reuse and you know refill things Mm -hmm. um so yeah we thought like why not let's do it because there is already one in Cambridge market called um what's it called full circle but that's really expensive and well not really expensive but it's much more expensive than we are we are um mm-hmm. and we were just like people are like you're with students you know we need something that's like affordable and also is kind of guilt-free shopping at the same time so we just decided to bring the two together and yeah run this yeah. kind of weekly shop you mentioned that you were responsible basically for marketing in this um And I was just wondering if there was anything that you noticed about kind of the challenges of like actually encouraging students to use this zero waste shop because, you know, I know a lot of students who actually do like to go to like the massive Aldi and just get loads of mega packs of things. Um, So what kind of the challenges or what did you find that you had to do to encourage people? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's basically it's a lot of students like and me me included are like quite lazy and you know, we live busy lives you know Cambridge especially 
we're spending all our time working the last thing we want to do mm. is going to have to make a real special effort to go out and kind of buy something that you know is you know take your tupperware go to the, you know do this kind yeah. of thing like and especially with the full circle it was it wasn't there every week you know and the market's not you know not open at night where a lot of the students do their shopping at night for example so it is difficult and we understand mm. that and we were just like um so that was a bit that was a big challenge was basically trying to get people to kind of not be lazy basically and kind of think of the bigger picture but also one of our biggest like selling points was that we're actually way cheaper per kilo and per 500 grams or whatever like we basically did a kind of price chart between all our prices and kind of full circle and then even Sainsbury's and we found that a lot of our things were like almost on par with Sainsbury's maybe slightly more expensive but in some categories actually cheaper mm. um and we were just like, you know, like, guys, it's not only are you helping the planet, but you're also um, saving a bit of money. And because we have these, ma they're all in massive bulk bags, you can mm. kind of do shopping for like three weeks. Like, for example, I bought like all my scoop stuff on the first ever scoop. And I hadn't even got through of it by like the fourth one or fifth one. Like, that's how like good it was. So that was a big challenge. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and to what extent do you think students should be responsible for these kinds of changes, like kind of lifestyle changes or I guess planetary changes? Um, like, do you think there should be more action from university and colleges or is there a particular change you think like colleges could make? I know the uni have just divested, so I guess that's pretty great. Yeah, no, that was really good news. I and I've actually got some friends who were kind of quite involved with that. So it was obviously, it was quite like heartening to hear that, that kind of like actually, you know, they succeed, like that their kind of efforts were, weren't in vain. Um, but yeah, what is, I mean, to an extent we're all responsible, you know, we all make a choice and we all, you know, live on this planet and, you know, it is our responsibility to kind of try and protect it and to not, um, you know, use needless plastic. But at the same time, like, it's really hard. The way, it's, it's not our fault, the way things have been set up, the way that plastic has been easily and readily made and produced for years and years and years. That wasn't our fault. And yeah, you know, I think it's up to, yes, the university should um, make more of an effort and they are making an effort, which I appreciate. Um, lots of colleges were really, really um, open to us coming to their colleges on the weekend and setting up and like having people, you know, using it as a shop um and a lot of like the colleges do these green weeks as well so they are making an effort but it's also yeah it's a much bigger problem than just like university and you know college it's like you need to get it needs to be tackled at the source it needs to like companies and supermarkets need to like stop thinking of profits by buying all these plastic mm. products to make it cheaper you know for them and start actually investing in like renewable ways to package and and um, sell products because otherwise you can do as much recycling as you like but at the same time recycling never gets rid of the the product it just keeps it in circulation for years and years and years because it never goes away because it's plastic so recycling only does so much you need to actually mm. like we need to invest in more things like a scoop where you can go and fill up things where you don't have to kind of have this single use um packaging because otherwise yeah. it's just you're never gonna we're never gonna get out of this problem yeah, actually, one thing I noticed the other day in Sainsbury's is that they have these reusable um, bags for vegetables now, which is at least yeah. an effort, I guess. But there's still like the option of getting them just all packaged in plastic. 
so in exactly. a way and with covid it's really difficult as, sorry go yeah no exactly with covid it's really difficult like people will probably um gravitate towards the plastic pack things exactly yeah i i even have that like I, i'm a big advocate like at cambridge i always used to buy loose vegetables and even when i now i'm kind of very wary because obviously like people pick them up to see which ones are riper yeah, and they're testing, yeah. and they're like oh actually i don't want that and then it was like it's like the best way to catch a yeah you know exactly it's, it's really tricky um and also with the whole masks things now like so i never use um i try not to use a single use blue mm -hmm. mask yeah uh, even though they're actually better for like stopping the, yeah. the design for doctors yeah. right so they're better at keeping it in but i actually use re reusable masks because yeah just the idea of having to use one mask one time every single time you go out if you have to mm -hmm. use a mask Times like it's just going to create a mm. huge, huge pollution problem as well. I so actually saw a post yeah. saying, um, please like cut the strings on your reusable masks before you throw them out so that they don't end up in uh in the oceans, like tangled up around around exactly. wildlife. Yeah, um, yeah. And actually, speaking of supermarkets, I have one last question for you. Um, so yeah. obviously, you're coming to us from your year abroad in Paris. And I was just going to ask whether you'd noticed anything, any differences, I guess, between like Parisian supermarkets, Parisian uh, grocery stores, like, is it better or worse than in the UK? Or like, how have you been managing uh, the waste there? Um, so it's interesting. There's, yeah, it's better in, better in some respects, but also not in others. So I'll give you a few examples. Um, in terms of plastic bags, they basically don't exist in mm. France. Very few supermarkets do plastic bags, even in the vegetable bags that you get for loose veg. Mm. So that's really good. Um, I, I think I've seen one supermarket that does plastic bags, but I think that's for like heavier goods. Um, the recycling here is also much more, you basically, you have one bin for like, basically they have a system where it's three bins, one for glass. And then basically it, most things you can recycle here in Paris, at least mm -hmm. in the yellow bin. So everything from plastic mm -hmm. bags, plastic wrapping, all the things that you can't recycle in the UK, you can here, which is really good. Okay. Um, but at the same time, you don't have, there's not as many sort of bin, like as in when you're walking around in the street, for example, there's not as many bins like readily available. And if they are, they are single bins. So just everything gets chucked in the same thing. Definitely much more on a supermarket level, there's much more like recycling and much more um, sustainable packaging. Definitely a lot more um, opportunities here to recycle and to shop sustainably, but then at the same time you have people's attitudes that are not quite the same as maybe yeah. some of ours, but definitely. Um, that's just what I've seen. It's not, yeah. you know, I can't claim to speak for <laughs> all French or all Parisian people, but yeah amazing yeah thanks so much for coming on harry it's been really great hearing about scoop's work thank you so much for listening to our first episode of seeds of change we really hope you enjoyed it be sure to tune in to episode two where we'll be talking to a student at the university of st andrews about an initiative she took to create a sustainability course at her university